Welcome back to Forbidden Knowledge News. I'm your host, Chris Matthew. Hosting with me is Ryder Lee. What's up, Ryder? How you doing? What's going on, Chris? Happy to be here. I'm uh, going to talk about some uh, a new platform that I am currently on uh, called Rockfin. So I'm very uh, much looking forward to discussing it with you. For sure, man. Yeah, this is going to be great. Now, uh, before we get started, I have just a couple of announcements. If you have a business and you want to advertise with Forbidden Knowledge News, email me, forbiddenknowledgenews@gmail.com. We have unbeatable pricing and ad packages, so come check us out. Our website is forbiddenknowledge.news, also the home of the Forbidden Knowledge Network. You find amazing pet podcast they're like raised by giants like ancient gift like going down the rabbit hole many more from our community now we are here live on youtube to tell you to get the hell off youtube and come over to rockfin there is a link right there in the description you can see it right there it's a very special link it's a link to sign up with the newest member of the rockfin family Raised by Giants with Ryder Lee. Now, congratulations, Ryder. And uh, click that link. Or you can just go to rockfin.com slash raisedbygiants to sign up. Now, uh, we're, we're here to tell you why Rockfin is our favorite source for alternative media. First of all, you can get free a free Rockfin account. You can get tons of free content there from all the creators on Rockfin. You can get tons of free. You get all our free stuff, all the free stuff, all our regular content, all our regular shows that we're putting out, all free on Rockfin. Now, if you want to pay just $10 a month, you get access to everyone's free and everyone's premium content that you can't find anywhere else. They've got some amazing content that you're not finding on your regular platforms like YouTube because you're getting censored on there. Now, some of the creators you're going to get on there, people that are already there, and we got more and more bangers every day. We got Raised by Giants, of course. We got ourselves, Forbidden Knowledge News. You also got Tinfoil Hat. You get Zero, Conspiracy Social Club, Macroaggressions, Legit Bat, My Family Thinks I'm Crazy, Jay Dyer, Isaac Weishaupt, Ryan Bledsoe. Lindsay Sharman, Jason Burmis, Eddie Bravo, Crow Triple Seven, Union of the Unwanted, Grimerica, Jamie Deluxe, David Whitehead, Alex Stein, Truthzilla, Sean Stone, Slow Newsday, Lee Camp, Dabu Seven, and you know what? There's countless, 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 countless other creators there. Go to rockfin.com, check it out, just look at all the list. And that's just mainly in the open mind category. We have your, uh, I believe it is, they have open mind, and there's another one that is more mainstream, but is still uh, your type of uh, kind of alternative content creator uh, section. But go check it out, man. They got tons of stuff on there. All your favorite creators. And Rockfin is just a great way to support and get access to all your favorite creators and independent media. Uh, Ryder, how are you enjoying your Rockfin experience so far? Oh, I love it. It's uh, They really care about their uh, content creators uh, over there. It's uh, It's basically like YouTube used to be. You know how YouTube used to um, have the sidebar there that would recommend actual videos that that 
was relevant to the topic that you were watching. That's how their algorithms work over there. And there's like a misconception of kind of about Rockfin because I don't think people really understand how it works and you described it perfectly. It's, it's not like a paywall, like uh, just for one specific creator, right? There's the, you get the free account, the free account uh, allows you to get all of the free content that from all of the different creators on there. And I will be posting all of my content that will be on YouTube on Rockfin as well but it also the paid version which is cheaper than a youtube premium uh paid subscription which is only ten dollars youtube premium is like 14.99 um you get premium content over there which is completely uncensored it's a completely uncensored platform and uh they're they're doing it the best uh they've got everything uh set up basically the way the the, the old school youtube and i think it's a wonderful platform and um you know it's just ten dollars a month and you get everyone's uh content on there it's not just the person that you're signing up through with the link you won't just be getting my premium content you'll get everybody's premium content on on the channel and i think that that's where uh, people are kind of iffy about signing up and going over there. They think that I'm just putting myself behind some kind of paywall, like me individually, or Chris is just setting up his uh, content behind a paywall, but it's everyone's content. It's not just ours. You get everyone's premium content over there and it's a, it's a wonderful platform. So many really great content creators over there and uh, they actually care about the the content creators that are on the platform unlike uh, you know YouTube and a lot of these other um, you know content platform uh, video platform uh, places so uh, yes please go and and sign up for a uh, a rockfin account and you can do the you can do the free one you can do the paid one um, but I'm going to be producing uh, premium content over there. I'm planning on doing uh, at least one video a week of, uh, of a premium show over there. And then along with all of my other shows that I also do on YouTube will also be posted on Rockfin and on YouTube. Awesome, man. Now, uh, for the audience that may not be familiar with your content, I don't know how they couldn't be if you've been on here tons of times, but tell us a little bit about the stuff that you feature on Raised by Giants and maybe what you'll be uh, adding to the premium section. Well, Raised by Giants, I uh, I interview uh, people like yourself, um, Chris, and like what kind of what you do on your channel about uh, an array of topics. I like to switch it up. Sometimes I get on uh, a certain topic for a little while. Uh, recently was a was a secret space program, and I'm kind of transitioning out of that. Uh, I have uh, Tony Rodriguez on on uh, on Tuesday. And then I, I just kind of talk about everything because I think everything is very, very important. There's so many different aspects to our reality that people don't even realize. So I talk about all of it, anything that's involving uh, spirituality, uh, UFOs, ETs, um, uh, past lives, the nature of reality, any of the, those kinds of topics. And now that I have a, a Rockfin channel, I can dive deeper into more conspiratorial uh content um and really get into get into a lot of the worldly things because 
I do talk about some worldly things on my uh, YouTube channel, but I'm really, really iffy with it because of the, the censorship and the algorithms and stuff like that. So with, with the Rockfin uh, premium content, I'll be able to talk about basically anything anything that I want and you don't have to self-censor, you know, because with YouTube, you have to constantly be censoring yourself. You can't say certain words. The algorithms will get you, the, the AI will get you. Um, so that's basically what, what I'm going to be doing. And I'm going to uh, be bringing on um, amazing people that will be able to dive deep into any topic uh, that I would like to uh, talk about. It's no longer an iffy, iffy subject. Oh, can I talk about this? Can I not talk about this? You know, it's just, it's just open and I'll be able to say whatever is on my mind and my guests will be able to say whatever is on their mind. Cause I've brought on quite a few people on my show on YouTube that ha has to hold themselves back. Uh, and they're doing that out of a courtesy of me, you know, because they know that, you know, it's a, it's a YouTube show and I also have to hold myself back, but on this other platform, we will no longer have to hold ourselves back. And this is a great way to support us. It's a way, great way to support me. It's a good way to support Chris. It's a good way to support the network is to, is to get on there. And, and, you know, I have donations and stuff on my channel, but it, I mean, the way the Rockfin works, if, if you just, uh, you know, subscribe to a, premium channel, then that's really, um, that's all that you really need to do. And it's going to help us out. And it's going to help us create more content and bring bigger and better uh, guests to you guys to give you more knowledge to help you expand your reality and think uh, outside of the box and bring common sense and critical thinking back into the picture, because that's what's been really lacking a lot these days. We've seen that. That seems like no one has any common sense or critical thinking. And that's really my mission is to just bring that, uh, that common sense and critical thinking back into the forefront of people's minds. And that's uh, really what I've strived to do with my channel and what I'm going to continue to strive to do. I'll just be able to say it more openly and more freely. Right on. And yeah, we are live on YouTube right now, but anyone in my audience in general knows that I have shied away from, from YouTube a lot. I mainly am posting clips, especially for anything that's considered any type of controversial or uh, goes against the narrative these days does not go on YouTube because, you know, I'd like to keep my, my channel up there. Uh, it's great for clips, you know. It's great for putting it up there and maybe uh, promoting yourself, but that's about it. The censorship has become so rampant, it is uh, it's no longer the platform where I would get any reliable information from. And if you just go scroll up and down the, the list of creators on Rockfin, and that's Free Thinking Media is the section I was trying to think of earlier. You go to the Free Thinking Media section, you go to Open Mind, and you look at some of the creators on there. It's all your favorites. I mean, it's all the people that you've been listening to and watching videos from for years. They're all collecting there on Rockfin now because they know and we know that Rockfin is where it's at as far as, far as uh, free thinking and uh, censorship free content and it's the future and you know 
there's a lot of uh, criticism of Rockfin because, you know, of the people who aren't uh, against crypto because, yes, Rockfin does deal with crypto and it does uh, pay their creators in crypto, which, you know, I'm kind of neutral on. I I go either way with the whole crypto thing. I'm open-minded to it, but I'm not – I don't have my heart in it. Um, But then again, it's still a wonderful um, platform if you're looking for any alternative for YouTube and to get all the uh, premium content from everyone. I want to welcome everyone in the chat. Hello, hello. Uh, We got Wood is Truth, Go Go, Baby Alien Bear. Hey, uh, if you guys have any questions for Ryder, drop those in the chat. We will get to those as well. Chris, can you ask Ryder, will he have an analysis about crop circles on your channel, Ryder? Uh, I would love to. I would love to bring uh, someone on about crop circles. Uh, Michael Lee Hill has uh, talked a lot about crop circles. I've had him on a couple of times on my show. I'm actually planning on bringing him back on in a couple of weeks. And uh, that's how he makes his energy disc and his, and his healing technologies from uh, a lot of the, the crop circles. And uh, yeah, crop circles are really, really interesting. And they're, they're um, I think there's a... Um, just like with anything, there's there's copycats, there's people that uh, there's fake ones, and then there's there's real ones. So, yeah, um, check out uh, some of my interviews with uh, Michael Lee Hill. We kind of touch on the uh, the crop circle uh, phenomenon and what he has done with the uh, with the crop circles. He believes that they're they're encoded with a sacred uh, geometry, and um, and he, that's how he makes his, uh, his healing energy disc uh, on. So, yeah, check out those interviews. Uh, I will probably be bringing them back on uh, quite soon. But back on Rockfin, though, uh, Chris, most of the people on there, uh, like you said, are are some of the uh, some of the people that you've listened to for a really long time and if you've noticed that their channels are no longer on YouTube you can't find them or find their content anymore it's because they're posting over there you know that's that's where they've all that's where they've all kind of uh, migrated to and gone to and uh, you can just get on there get a, get a free account first if you don't want to uh, you know pay the money uh, pay the $10 a month, which is very cheap. I, I think anyway, way cheaper than a uh, YouTube premium membership and uh, go over there and scan through all the people. So you can see for yourself who all's on there. You got a, uh, you know, really great um, uh, content creators over there. Charlie Robinson, uh, Sam Tripoli, uh, like uh, I think Rex bear is even on there. I think leak, leak project is on there. So go over there and uh, just, just scan through the people and, and see if there's something that you can um, get behind because it's a really, I, I believe anyway, that it, it's the, it's the next big platform and it's already uh, making a lot of waves. So click the link in the description and go over there and browse and, and check it out. And like I said, I am going to be posting all of my content that I do normally over there. And then there's also going to be a premium. Um, I want to be posting premium content and you will have to uh, have a uh, premium membership to preview or watch the, the premium content over there. But it's, it's really not too much to ask. And I know people are really weird with, uh, you know, just clicking uh, onto a different link. But I mean, that's really what it's, what it's having to come down to. Like uh, the, 
you know, it's, it, we're not safe on, you know, this, this platform anymore. Like the, the content creators aren't safe. Like they can literally get you for anything. Like they can go back two years on your videos and see something that they don't like and, uh, and nab you for and give you a strike on. And then we don't, then we can't post and then we can't do anything on the channel. So if anything, it's a, it's a really, really great, uh, backup and you'll know that you'll always be able to get our content over uh, on Rockfin because it will always be there. There is no censorship there. They don't take people's videos down over there. There's no strikes, you know, so it's a, it's a really good place to be. And like I said, just get a, just get a free, free sign up for a free membership. The, the free, you got nothing to lose, right? You can download the Rockfin app. There's a Rockfin app too that you can download that you can get right on on there on your phone just like a lot of people watch uh youtube on their phone and uh and browse through there and look at all the different uh content and i think that everyone will really really like it and really enjoy it and realize that it's really the place to be yeah and we know that you have so many platforms to choose from there's a lot of new up-and-comers you got rumble you got odyssey you got all these others that are censorship free and great platforms as well and we're on all those platforms as well but with rockfin is unique because you get all these other kind of concentration of this community here uh and their premium content at the same time so that's a wonderful thing uh and I want to touch on that, uh, you know, YouTube, of course, is not safe. It's not safe for anything that we're, we're talking about uh, in any of the, usually in most of the topics. That's why I'm mostly putting up clips there. But I think that, uh, you know, not only is Rockfin going to be the future for that, but also for the podcasting. I don't trust podcasting as a long-term way for us to get this information out just because uh, at least centralized podcasting like you you know you have big uh, providers like um you know uh, lisbon and spreaker and and all these other ones that actually pump your podcast to all the big you know like spotify and apple and all your big other providers uh but i don't think that's going to be sustainable because we're seeing censorship hit that as well uh, at least you know i'm seeing it personally i've seen a few of my friends have you know some of their podcasts removed getting warnings about you know covid and other bs on the on their podcast titles and uh, getting threatened and and we've had our you know our, even our revenue messed with lately so i really don't trust that either uh so far rockfin has been solid with the way they treated everybody and with the the issue of censorship and being able to speak your mind freely um you know other than out, you know outright hate speech or whatever you know they consider that these days but um yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful platform, and I don't trust the sustainability of audio podcasts, even though that is another wonderful way to support us at the moment. Um, I just don't think it's a, a way to last. And with with Rockfin, you get to see our beautiful faces there. I mean, it, it's video, too, so, you know, uh, lots, lots of great stuff. Uh, now, I want to kind of get into what uh, maybe you got some important ideas for topics that you're going to be focusing on in the future, or is it going to be just, you know, kind of all around everything now? Uh, are you going to be doing anything specific for your premium episodes? Um, well, I, with the premium episodes, I can bring on and uh, 
do really whatever I want. I can, um, I can bring on uh, Miriam Hanin, uh, what she's wanted to come back on my channel uh, a lot. I had her on maybe like I don't know, seven or eight months ago, but she's uh, she's really an activist and a lot of what what she's able to do. And, uh, you know, people like Charlie Robinson and, and these other uh, creators that I can uh, that I can bring on that can speak openly and freely. Right. I mean, everyone has uh, opinions and, and ideas and thoughts about, you know, what's been going on since since 2020. And it'd be nice to be able to talk about those things sometimes, you know, uh, I mean, it's it's not going to be so much as a as a focus on that. But if it happens to be like brought up, then you're able to talk about it. You just can't talk about that stuff on YouTube and, and these other platforms. You'll get dinged really easily just by mentioning uh, specific words or, you know, mentioning about uh, medical treatment uh, devices. See, so, yeah, like I had to, you know, censor myself there, you know, like you, you don't have to say that uh, over there. And it, it's just a really great way to support uh, the people and the content creators that, that you want to see. And it's easy as a, you know, a click of a button and, and signing up, that's really all, all that it takes. And, you know, it's, um, we're in really strange and weird and, and crazy times right now. And I think that people deserve uh, really good information and being able to talk about things that are worldly ha happening in the world. You know, and I'm not really uh, able to do that, which that wasn't really my goal of really doing my channel anyway. There was more of a spiritual um, basis and a spiritual kind of channel. But now that I'm able to uh, talk about other things, then, then I'm going to and I'm going to take uh, advantage of that situation and be able to talk about whatever it is that I want to talk about, I can bring on whoever that I want to bring on. Like I can bring on David Icke, you know, you can't bring David Icke on, on YouTube anymore. He's banned on YouTube. You'll get a strike almost right away. If you bring on David Icke on your, on your YouTube channel, you know? So now I have the ability that I can bring him on and, and put him on Rockfin, and you guys can see that over there. You know, I couldn't do that on, uh, on YouTube. So it's, uh, it's um, it's re really simple. It's really easy. Just go over there, click on the link, uh, sign up, get the free account, and then decide later if you want to uh, get the premium account by the content that you see. And because um, I, I guarantee once you uh, sign up over there and you and you go over there, you're going to realize that this is the place to be. This is where all of my favorite content creators are congregating. Is, is on this site. And I know sometimes it can be something weird to keep up with and people have a hard time with keeping up with everything on, on YouTube, but um, I think you're going to find a, a, a new home over there. And um, I'm still going to be uploading my stuff to, uh, you know, YouTube uh, twice a week. I'm just going to be adding a, an extra show over there. So if you guys want to see that extra show, you want to see Chris's extra content with uh, Beyond Classified, which is a uh, premium uh, content uh, subscription, then uh, that's where it's going to be. Our universe is incredible, surrounded by mystery and beauty. And many of us have questions about our past, present, and future. October Hollum is an intuitive medium with over 20 years of experience. 
She has assisted people with discovering their path by understanding their past and connected the living to their loved ones who have made the transition. She is currently offering readings through Skype, Zoom, FaceTime, phone, and in person. You can reach her at theancientgift222 at gmail.com. Right on. Uh, I want to welcome everyone in the audience in the chat. If you have any uh, questions for myself or Ryder, throw those in there. We're just going to kind of go willy-nilly for the rest of the show here. Uh, I, I want to talk about some of the topics that I've been finding very important lately to talk about um one of them is is so big and i see it uh it's you know it's hitting my own family my own friends it's um taking people's lives basically and it has been intentionally implemented on us for many many years and that's the onset of mental illness but not only that the um the additional effects caused by pharmaceuticals and our healthcare industry and our media and our social media and other clandestine groups that have ways of affecting our mental health through different techniques, through different frequencies, mind control techniques uh, on a mass scale. And I think this is all part of mental illness. It's all part of this mass uh, formation psychosis that everyone is experiencing now. And it's a big part of our future into where we're going. And I, I did a super interesting show earlier with Ben Joseph Stewart, who was talking about the future of psychedelics being terrifyingly integrated with the metaverse and technology and it's just it was it was such an important conversation but it also integrated people's mental health into it and the state that people are in right now and how how if mainstream companies uh, that pharmaceutical companies that we don't trust with the existing drugs they're giving us if they want to make psychedelics into a more potent and streamlined and pharmaceutical type of substance, you know, I wouldn't want anything to do with it. You know, I'll, I'll go natural a hundred percent, but it's terrifying the direction that we're seeing some of these things going. And if they want to integrate that with technology and the metaverse and the way your mind interacts with technology, that's even more terrifying for me. And that's a big nope. But, uh, Ryder, what are your thoughts on the whole state of uh, the mental illness in our society and how it's basically just run rampant and uh, they're normalizing it? They're, they're trying to normalize people with mental illness so it can become a thing that is – it keeps us weak. It keeps us in a certain state of craziness, and it makes uh, us easy to control, basically. Absolutely, Chris. And uh, I realized that back probably around five or six years ago. I mean, I knew that all of the pharmaceutical in industry wasn't good for us. No one should be taking any kind of uh, uh, manufactured medication, uh, especially from uh, big, big corporations. And th the problem is, is that there's really no way around it. Um, other than just not taking it and not taking any pharmaceutical medication. But the, the issue is, is that a lot of the pharmaceuticals are in our water because our, all of our water that we get through the tap, all the water that we get through the um, you know shower that we wash our clothes in is all recycled water. And it's getting right. Whenever people are on pharmaceutical medications and they use the bathroom, they pee in the toilet, 
that water is recycled right back through. And then whenever we drink that water, we're getting the, the uh, side effects of the, pharma, uh, the the medicine that those people are taking. So it's really a, it's a, it's a genius uh, concept and it's a genius way that they've done it. But either way that, that you look at it, you're getting uh, some kind of pharmaceutical medication in you if you are drinking water. That's, that's the way that it, that it is. I mean, you can get on uh, Google and type in um, the government website of uh, water contamination, and you can see all of the pharmaceuticals that are in, that's in our tap water. There's uh, high, there's birth control, there's um, uh, blood pressure medications, there's all kinds of stuff that, that's in our water that we're getting every single day and we're washing our clothes in that, we're showering in that and it's absorbing into our skin. So not only are they getting uh, a majority of the population with actually taking these medications, they're also getting the ones that aren't taking the medications. I stopped taking pharmaceutical medications like uh, around two years ago. I don't take any of it anymore because I've seen the, it doesn't make anything any better, right? It just makes your, your condition even worse, especially if you're suffering from some kind of um, you know, mental illness or some, some kind of um, mental problem, it normally just uh, exacerbates it. And then whenever you decide you want to come off the medication, it's just completely, it, it's way worse. It's really there for, to, to numb us out and to numb us down, to just put a bandaid over the problem. And you can only put so many band-aids over the problem before the problem completely explodes. Like you can fix your your sink uh, pipe with duct tape, but there's only so much duct tape uh, that until the, the pipe completely burst, you know, and that's what they're doing with the putting people on pharmaceutical medications. They're just putting a, a bandaid and a piece of tape over the problem. They're not actually fixing the problem. And a lot of these mental illnesses didn't even exist until the, the early uh, 2000s anyway. They've, they've just completely made them up and they've put a, uh, a title and a label on it to categorize it, to make people, um, to make it, to create a problem basically out of nothing to get people on these pharmaceutical medications. I'm pretty sure that there's a statistic, well, don't quote me on the statistic, but over, I'm pretty confident in saying that over 80% of the United States population is taking some kind of pharmaceutical medication. And then you ask, oh, well, why? Why are they doing that? Why has there been such a concerted effort to get all of these people on some kind of pharmaceutical medication, whether that medication is over the counter or if the medication is prescribed? I mean, there, there's, a, there's a major agenda there. And I believe that it has something to do with making us uh, to, to dumb us down in some kind of different way, because we know that if you're taking some kind of pharmaceutical medication, it's it's blocking uh, your your neuro some neuro pathway in your brain. I mean, even ibuprofen, ibuprofen damages your your liver on uh, so many different levels. That's why uh, very few doctors long term uh, prescribe uh, ibuprofen. So. It, it, there's a huge agenda here and you can see the spike. If you look at the statistics from the fifties into the early two thousands, uh, how many people weren't taking any kind of pharmaceutical medication way back then to now, and you'll see a huge, huge increase. 
I think it's the healthcare industry overall. Um, when you know, ever since they introduced allopathic medicine. Uh, and, you know, basically Rockefeller medicine took over everything. Uh, it's about keeping us in a certain state of unhealthiness and reliance on the system and reliance on pharmaceuticals and reliance on a healthcare system that m- makes us falsely believe that we need that system to be healthy. When in reality, we just need ourselves, we need to take care of ourselves, we need to eat right, we need to get sunlight, we need to get exercise. Other than that, all these other drugs that they're pumping into you are killing you. They are slowly poisoning you. Uh, All you need is, I mean, the main thing is they're poisoning you with your food. If we were to eat right as humans, I'm convinced that our ancient ancestors... Just from eating pure food and get be exercising and meditating and being in spiritual and being in sunlight, I am convinced that our ancient ancestors lived for uh, a, an incredible amount of time compared to what we're living now and much healthier and much more um, wholesome and spiritual and uh, beneficial lives than we could ever imagine just based on the simplicity of the way they would take care of their health and now with all this other stuff introduced it's like you you know it's a band-aid after band-aid after band-aid trying to fix problems that the uh the band-aids are causing that the medicine is causing you the medicine is killing you so take some more medicine I'm completely convinced that, you know, before the the cancer pre-screening stuff started and they started giving these people cancer medications, that that's another thing. You know, I'm not saying cancer isn't real, but cancer is also caused by the environment and the toxins that we've been ingesting. So, you know, they feed us the cancer, they get it to grow, and then they give us poisons. So we either die or just be a repeat customer coming back. You know, same thing with uh, HIV, same thing with AIDS and the AZT medications that killed <laughs> countless people. It's it's crazy. It's the healthcare is it's just a uh, system to keep us unhealthy, keep us in line, keep us coming back to them, and uh, to kill us slowly at times. Absolutely, I agree and. Um, but the thing about the food though, Chris is, was it that they were intentionally trying to poison us or was that something that developed after? Because it, there's a logistics problem with food, right? We have a grocery store, uh, like probably every couple of miles. And there's a bunch of them that are really close to each other in, in your city and in your town, probably all across the United States. So the, the logistics is, is how do you feed, how do you keep all of these grocery stores across America uh, with, with food 24 seven, because before uh, the food shortages and the food problem that we were having now, if you went to the store and you bought something, you could go back the next day and that item would basically be replaced. Right. So it's like, was this an intentional thing? Did they intentionally put GMOs and, uh, and um, process processing foods and all these preservatives in the food to intentionally hurt us? Or did they put them there to keep the food actually uh, being there longer and, and being able to be preserved for longer so they can stay on the shelf for a longer period of time and stay good 
for and then it just kind of got hijacked and they were like okay well we we can uh actually be doing we can actually be hurting people this way so then they just they were like oh okay well yeah we'll just start putting all this crazy stuff into the food you know i, I don't i don't really know if that's how it, it started out like it, it, if that was the their intention was to hurt us from the very beginning or was it an actual logistical nightmare and a logistical problem that they were thinking, well, how do we provide food in every single grocery store and every single uh, restaurant across America um, in, in the world, right? I, I really don't know. That's a thought that's really, you know, crossed my mind. And I think a lot of these, uh, a lot of conspiracies are that way, you know, like with, uh, with, with sunglasses, right? You know, people say that, oh, well, you know, sunglasses are a conspiracy to, to block the sun from hitting your pineal gland to activate you. Well, was it really uh, that way? Was that the, the very first agenda? Was that, that what they were thinking? Oh, we're going to put sunglasses out here to keep people from awakening. Or was it really someone um, that was tired of the sun being in their eyes 24-7? And then they, <laughs> the sunglasses are new and I didn't hear that before. You got sunglasses and then you got the the uh, rubber soles in the bottoms of your shoes, you know, like people are talking about how, you know, like grounding is an important uh, spiritual yeah. practice. It's important to not have, you know, uh, your shoes on sometimes to ground into the earth. So there's a, you know, they created a conspiracy that that's the reason why we have rubber soles is to keep us from uh, grounding into the earth, you know, but was that the original thought were they like oh yeah we're gonna put all of these rubber soles in all these shoes so we can keep people from having a connection to the earth or was it just the most sustainable thing at that time and people actually wanted to protect their feet from the from the terrain you know what i mean like that's some of the questions and some of the things that i kind of think about is like were these things all intentional uh, intentionally done to us or were they an afterthought? And I think that that's, uh, you know, kind of an important thing to think about, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think that it mainly boils down to, uh, a lot of it, it just comes down to the almighty dollar. Um, and if they could profit off it in the long run, and it all ends up being nefarious if that's all you, you carry about. So the, the bottom line is, is it nefarious or not? Is it for our benefit or not? And if it's not, then, you know, it's nothing that we want to be a part of. And since it's being perpetuated, that is what makes it evil. Whether the reason it started off as evil, whether it was for the almighty dollar or to keep food fresher, to, to have an abundance – it turned into something that's disgusting, and we realize, we know it is, and we keep it going. That's where the, the corruption comes in. That's where the wrongness is. That's where the evil comes in, that we perpetuate this. No matter what the reason is, we're keeping it going for some goddamn fucking reason, and that's the problem with our whole society, really. So how do we break that cycle is the big, the big question, right? Yeah, that's uh, that's exactly right. I mean, we've continuously perpetuated all of these things that we've been complaining about. You know, we we've inevitably created them, and we keep buying into them, even though we know that that it's wrong and that it's bad. You know, we're still, you know, using uh, a monetary system. Like basically, nothing has changed in our reality, Chris. Like 
The only thing that's changed has been our uh, our technology. That is the only thing that's developed in since uh, the the past four or five decades. That has been the only thing that's changed in our reality. You would think by the way that how fast our technology has developed that we would also figure out a better way of life, right? We would figure out a better way to live, right? Instead of using all these old broken down systems uh, that, that we've been using, nothing has changed on that level. It's all been concentrated on this, on our technology, on our computers, right? We're still using all the same shit. We're still using, uh, you know, gas-powered vehicles. We're still using the same boats. We're still using trains for transportation. We're still using planes. We're still using all the appliances that's been the exact same appliances that we've been using for 50 years now. It's, it's, they've had little, tiny little improvements, but no big, huge revolutionary thing the way that we didn't go from telecommunications uh, to ha- having one in our house to having one in our pocket. I mean, we have a phone that is more powerful than uh, any rocket from the 50s, 60s, and 70s. You know, the way that our technology is developed, it, it's been suppressed. Our, our way of life has been suppressed. Uh, a better way of life has been uh, taken from us because they would rather focus all of our attention into our technology instead of focusing it on a better way of living our lives for the betterment of everyone. And that's been a huge, huge problem. And um, I I really don't know the answer other than, you know, uh, getting out from under the thumb of uh, the, the, the corporations and stop buying in to all of the bullshit. If everyone would stop, uh, giving their money uh, to the to the corporations that we know uh, are doing not good things with our money, then things would have to change. There would be they wouldn't be able to keep going. They would be able to prop themselves up for a little bit, uh, but it, it wouldn't last forever. So there has to be some kind of fundamental ground level change because it's a top down system. And the, the top controls and dictates to the to the next level, and then it trickles down to the next level, and then boom, it's down to the general population. So we have to reverse that. We have to go grassroots with it. We start at the bottom, and then we work our way up to the top. You know, if if you think the sunglasses are, uh, you know, making it to where the sun can't hit your pineal gland and uh, you know activate your 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 soul energy, then stop wearing sunglasses. You know, it's it's easy as that, and that's the way that it works with a lot of these different uh, conspiracies and ideas. If you think that the the shoes that you're wearing uh, is keeping you from grounding to the earth, then stop wearing rubber-soled shoes. You know, it's 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 pretty dang simple when when you think about it. But um, you know, we, we like to turn anything and everything into a into a conspiracy when it might not necessarily be a conspiracy. It's just been perpetuated to a degree, and we've been unwilling to change it for this entire time. Yeah, and it's it probably goes a lot uh, like that with our history. It's like the game of telephone where a certain story gets told by a certain person and it changes so much over the years that nobody knows what the hell uh, is coming and going by the uh, end of it and by the 
modern times, but uh, that's, man, that goes for everything. I got a, a great question in the audience. Gogo asks, uh, Chris, I'm, I'm from Europe. Can you tell me, does the American dream still exist? Well, the question for me is, did it ever exist? Wasn't it always an illusion? Isn't that, you know, isn't that kind of stuff? Like, I think anybody uh, can really achieve their success. I think that, you know, you have to come to America just to do so is kind of like that uh, illusion that's been put forth. But I can tell you that you could. Pr- it's probably easier to achieve a lot of things in America than a lot of countries. Uh, that's 100% obvious. Uh, but, you know, I didn't, uh, I didn't really achieve what I consider to be my dream and my goals and where I'm at um, until I broke out of the traditional illusionary systems that I was in, uh, you know, wanting to achieve the American dream. I, for, for doing that for years, I was, you know, doing sales for a company I hated and waking up miserable, making great money. People might consider that an American dream, but I didn't. It wasn't until I broke out of that thinking that uh, money meant something and, I, and status meant something, and that is the equal to my happiness and, you know, the, the traditional view of what you should do, uh, in your everyday life, you know, well, it wasn't until I broke out of that mentality that I was truly happy and then pursued my dreams. Uh, so the American dream, I don't know. I think that kind, it's kind of illusionary, but it's, it's a reality. If you want to make it a reality, that's what, that's what I think about it. What do you think, Ryder? Yeah, I would say that uh, just to to make your reality where you are, right? There's not any specific place that you need to be, go go to um, to achieve your your dreams. Like the they they constantly always want you looking outside of yourself for the solutions to your problems, right? They they want to make it to where uh, you need to move here, or you need to do this, you need this newest thing, you need the the hottest girlfriend, you need the biggest house, you need uh, all of these material possessions and, and that never solves anything. It actually makes the, the void within you even larger, even whenever you, even if you were to achieve those things, you're not going to be happy. So it's, it's normally an excuse. It's, it's normally, oh, well, uh, I can't do this until I get that, you know, and that's not the, that's just perpetuating your, the situation that you're in now. You have to um, be happy where you are. And when, when you're happy where you are and you have, uh, you know, the, the love and compassion and um, the, everything you have everything that you need within you and that's the secret that they're trying to keep from you and to constantly be looking uh to others and to uh, other groups and all of these people that are offering you all of these this other other stuff in your reality and that's not the way that it works that's the i think that that's the biggest conspiracy is that we are very very powerful individuals Right. And we have everything that we need within us. We are very powerful creators and we can do anything that we want to do. It's only the projections of others that gets us knocked down and, and takes us back a step. Right. It's, it's other people in other situations that is really hindering us from doing what we want to do in this very moment. Right. And that's an important key of manifesting your reality. When you're trying to manifest something, you don't tell people 
about it. Because when you tell people about it, their thoughts and their ideas infiltrate into your field and it can sway it in a certain direction. And then you don't get what you even wanted to manifest to begin with because of their projection onto you. Right. So it's important to whenever you want to do something or uh, you're trying to uh, manifest the best reality in your life, don't tell anybody about it. Uh, be be silent and keep it to yourself, because when you do, it uh, can open up uh, perceptions of other people. And it's important to not let that happen, because if you do, then it's going to uh, the perceptions of others can influence your manifestation uh, you know, capabilities and what you're trying to do with your life. Yeah, 100% spot on. That's why I always say you got to stay in your own timeline as much as possible. That's not to say shut out other people, but don't pay attention to uh, any of the, especially any of the bullshit you're seeing on TV or the media, but anything anyone else is doing uh, on their individual basis. And, you know, you focus on your, yourself and that's how you grow. Uh, let me turn to audience here. Uh, I just want to remind all you guys, thank you for joining us. Uh, if you want to join the conversation, just leave anything in the chat and we will get to the questions here. Uh, welcome, everyone. I don't think there's any questions that I can see right now. Um, I want to talk about the uh, episode that you did with Dave Dubine, Wayne Steiger, myself. Uh, who else was on the panel? Um, Yeah, Penny Kelly and Jay Widener. Yeah, that, all right. So after this episode, it, it caused a little backlash for some people that were, I guess, not ready to hear the information. Uh, now, for me, I've interviewed uh, individuals for a long time that talk about uh, possibility of a major cataclysm in our near future. And I always have, you know, I always have to take it with a grain of salt because there's always been talk of a cataclysm in our near future forever. Uh, you know, since the beginning of time, the world has been supposed to end. But we have evidence that's pretty profound of changes occurring on our planet that we haven't seen in a long time. And we know there's ha we've had cyclical cataclysms over and over and over again throughout our history. And we, it's believed by many reliable sources that I have spoken to and interviewed over the years and am in contact with, as well as other people that I haven't, that I respect, that believe that we're past due for another major cataclysm that could wipe off a lot of uh, the population of the planet. So, you know, we did an episode, uh, I co-hosted on Ryder's show, uh, we had that great panel of, of guest thinkers there, and it was pretty unanimous, their thoughts on the, the direction that our planet is going uh, as far as things that we can't control cosmically um, and major changes that are, that are coming and the preparations that people should start making. And uh, there were, I guess, some people that had never heard this before that had heard the episode and just kind of freaked out and thought it was the end of the world. And, it, you know, it, remind, it reminded me of when I first started looking into things like, you know, Planet X and the destruction of the uh, cyclical cataclysms and then major tidal waves that engulf the whole planet. Things that are just so dark and, and 
something that we can't control anyway. Uh, you know, I, I learned to to eat to to let that go after a while, of course, and kind of not focus on those things, which I think that uh, we shouldn't be doing with this either. But I think it is something that should be discussed because being prepared is never a bad thing. Being prepared for anything is never a bad thing. Uh, you know, I consider myself a, a prepper at times, and I I prepare for for the worst always, even though I hope for the best and don't believe that we are that it could be imminent. I believe there's multiple timelines. I think there's multiple options to go and multiple directions we can go in our future. And I don't think that it's necessarily 100% going to be a major cataclysm that wipes off a good portion of the planet. Although there's some that believe there is, but I think we have to, you know, take all the information. We have to get, let everyone present their case and digest it ourselves and see where we go. But don't freak out over the information because it's all possibilities. But we got to talk about the possibilities either way. That being said, Ryder, what do you think? Do you think that it is imminent that we're going to see some, uh, some, some major changes that might extinguish a bit of life on the planet? Well, uh, with David Dubine, he's done a lot of research. So has Laura Wells. Laura Wells has done a lot of research on these uh, uh, cycles and what's coming in our near future. So with the same as Jay Widener, he's done a lot on the uh, cyclical cycles. And they're all unanimous in saying that uh, we are long overdue for a big natural disaster. And I tend to kind of believe them that something is going to happen. Now that doesn't mean that something's going to happen tomorrow or next month or next year, but sometime in the future. I mean, whenever you track back a lot of these cycles, you can see that we're uh, largely overdue. And then whenever you look at the look astrologically at it, like with uh, David De Dubine talking about the second electromagnetic field that's forming in our outer solar system. And, uh, you know, talking about with uh, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and uh, um, Neptune uh, forming a, a square in the outer solar system in October of 2024, I believe that he said that this is going to occur. And this is the closest that uh, these planets are going to be to each other that's been in uh, roughly 2000 years. And with the sun stepping down in its activity and the earth is trying to kind of match that uh, electrical discharge with, you know, what we've been getting from the sun the past 2000 years. And, you know, the, the earth's crust will have just a little bit of uh, extra charge in it. And that's why we're seeing, you know, the weather being super funky recently with all the planets having strange and weird activity. And in 2024, the aligning of these uh, four planets, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus and uh, and Neptune, you know, and bringing in that second electromagnetic field. And David Dubine seems to think that this is going to bring a lot of uh, shifting and moving to the to the Earth's crust uh, during that period of time. And that means that there will be um, not necessarily like a a pole shift, but things are going to happen and they're going to to move around. Fields are going to be in different places. Roads are going to burst and uh, you know um, not be there anymore. They're going to move uh, several yards in a different direction. And then you know with Jay Widener also uh, talking about these uh, natural. Um, uh, 
cataclysms that we're in for. And he thinks that this is what a lot of the elites are, are preparing for. And they all know about um, this big uh, natural disaster and this big natural event. And that's a big reason why they, they've created a lot of these um, deep underground military bases was not only to hide, uh, you know, the, the secret activities that they were doing, but also to prepare for a huge natural disaster. Now, again, whether this is going to be in a couple of years, uh, a couple of months, or whenever it's going to be, I, I honestly have no idea. And anybody that's making any kind of predictions are, are normally um, full of shit, you know, to be completely honest. Anyone that gives you a date, a uh, specific date where uh, something is going to happen, they're normally nine times out of 10 wrong, right? So I don't listen to anybody that gives any kind of dates. And, um, <clears throat> you know, that, you know, David Dubai never gives any kind of, of dates, any specific dates. He, he just looks at the, uh, the, the cycles. He tracks back the cycles. He looks astrologically, same with, uh, you know, Jay Widener, they've all done this research. Um, Laura Wells, a fantastic researcher on a lot of these natural disasters. And my question really is, is, well, you know, is it, a, would it actually be a real natural disaster? Like something that is, uh, you know, happening because of the, the planets or that we're long overdue, or will it be something that's uh, manufactured? Right. Because we know that they have, um, you know, weather manipulation technologies and they can create a, a huge natural disaster if they really wanted to. And I think that that's a part of the of the plan, too, is to create these small, little, tiny natural disasters and then blame it on, uh, you know, the planet warming up. And, and then, you know, the planet could actually do a, uh, a, a natural, huge natural disaster. We could get some kind of solar flare, some kind of a solar storm like Jay Widener talks about. Um, but really, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's up to the, to the individual to, to figure out what they really believe. Like I, me and Chris are really just here to put out the information and what people have to say. And, and you can figure out if it resonates with you or not, that's really what it's about is, is your perception. And we release the information. And if you believe it, or, you know, or if you don't, then, you know, it's, it's completely up to you. But, you know, um, I do think that something um, is going to happen to the planet. Uh, but when, how, what it's going to be, I honestly have absolutely no idea. But is it coming? I think so. Now, how soon? Again, I have no idea. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, I don't. I I know with that we have no idea when something like this could possibly happen. But like we said earlier, per, prepare for the worst and then hope for the best. Uh, another thing that we should definitely uh, prepare for. One thing I want to talk about before we close out, and I believe this is inevitable, and this is coming in our near future, and that's the the crash of the economy, the crash of the dollar. It's going to you know, become worthless, and we are going to have to deal with the, the repercussions of that and the, the backlash of everything that happens after that. Uh, and 
that is one thing that we would definitely have to prepare for and talk about as a community. And I think, you know, the answers are, first of all, sustainable communities, individual, personal uh sustainable farms and uh, growing your own food, growing your own crops, uh, having your own ways of trading, uh, having weapons, uh, and getting out of cities, getting out of large cities. And that's just some of the basics that I would maybe start looking into during these times because it's impossible for that particular scenario not to happen, according to every scenario that we look at and even, you know, your mainstream sources and beyond, uh, you know, it's inevitable that this is going to happen and this is something we need to prepare for to the level uh, of, of detriment. I don't know. I don't know how bad things will get, and I'm not trying to rile anybody up either. I'm trying to get people prepared for it. Uh, uh, so that's one thing that I think that we would definitely need to get ready and prepared for. And uh, something, you know, like one of the best ways I've been talking about lately is let's just learn to to grow food. Let's learn to to not be sucking the teat of daddy government, um, and just completely not participate in their matrix system. If we have our own sustainable communities, our own sustainable systems, our own forms of entertainment, our you know our own networks of podcasts and and video entertainment and things that we're doing right now and building up our own. There's so many wonderful people that are starting their own things right now, starting these wonderful projects, uh, these wonderful sustainable communities, these wonderful video projects, documentary projects, entertainment, uh, food, um, health products. We are starting uh, our own uh, revolution, our own uh, new beginning for, for all of this. It's happening. People are doing it. Uh, we just need to get everyone connected because I think subconsciously many of us in this community know that this is happening and we know that the only way to survive is to, 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 to get it, be ahead of it in a certain way. And I'm very happy to see that a lot of us are, uh, but I think we need to step it up a little bit because I don't, you know, of course I don't know how much time we have, but I think it's going to be sooner than later later i don't know what do you think writer absolutely i think that um i've brought on uh penny kelly which was on that round table with everyone for my 100th episode i also interviewed her um three or four months before i brought her on for that uh round table and it was just me and her and she goes into uh great detail about what um she's been shown that's going to happen in the future and uh, she says that a uh and again, believe it if you want to believe it. If you don't, then don't. If it resonates with you, take it. If it doesn't, then disregard it, right? Uh, I'm just speaking uh, the information from the guests and the people that I think are very credible in this field that I've brought on and that I've talked to before. She says that at the end of uh, 2023, that there's going to be a, uh, a financial collapse. And it only stands the reason that something like that is going to happen in the near future. I mean, we can't keep going the way that we are. We're trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars in debt in the United States, right? And the best way to erase that debt, because that will never be able to pay that back ever, right? And the easiest way to replace it and get rid of it and erase it is to collapse it, to do away with the dollar. Now, that doesn't mean that you're not going to have your money. You're still going to have your money. They're not going to be able to take your money, but 
you're not going to be able to buy anything with it. It's going to be completely worthless. Uh, they're going to completely devalue the dollar. We've seen this uh, over the past uh, 10 uh, to 15 years, the dollar has been devalued and devalued and devalued. I mean, whenever they changed it from a gold-backed currency to legal tender, which legal tender means absolutely nothing, it means it's just a piece of paper, right? Whenever it was exchanged in gold, they used to have the um, the uh, the saying on on the the bill back. Uh, Whenever it was exchangeable in gold, it says that you can exchange this currency uh, federally in gold. So you can go to your bank and you can exchange the, the currency because the currency is backed by gold. Right? But whenever they change that, that's when everything started going uh, completely downhill. And we racked up all this debt. And um, the easiest way to get rid of the debt, like I said, is completely collapse the dollar. And then another person, which I think has uh, really good information, which I've interviewed uh, several times, which is David Lotherington. He's a, a channeler. And uh, he also stated that within the, the next five years, he didn't give a specific uh, year or a specific time. Because uh, I asked him a general question. I was like, well, what do you think is he's channeling his higher self? And I, I asked them, I said, well, what do you see that's going to happen collectively within the next five years? And right off the bat, he immediately said a big financial collapse. And all of these people are, are talking about this. And, and uh, whenever m multiple people are saying the exact same thing within the exact same time frame, again, I don't know exactly when it's coming, but uh, I believe that it is coming. We can't sustain ourselves with the amount of debt and the amount of money that we give to other countries, right? We're paying other countries more money than we're giving to our own citizens here. You know, we're giving out giant uh, billion dollar packages to, um, to other countries and not helping our own country. And this is a big reason and a big problem of why everything has been so screwed up here uh, in our reality is because we've been working off of this monetary system, this, this fake money, because that is exactly what it is, is it's fake money, it's tender, it's legal tender, which legal tender, you can look on your bill, says legal tender, legal tender means absolutely nothing, it means that it is worthless, and it's been worthless since they changed it to legal tender. So they have to get rid of it and introduce a new system, and now what that new system is going to be, people have a lot of theories and uh, about what it's going to be, like a digital ID type of uh, credit system, social credit system, or some kind of quantum uh, quantum system, but they have to do something different. And this has been the cause of uh, a lot of our problems has been our monetary system. So whenever it collapses, it's going to catch a lot of people off guard, but uh it has to go down. That's the only way forward. We can't keep working within this corrupt system to get a, any kind of new system, no matter which way it goes, whether we get a very negative uh, surveillance kind of AI-driven system or if we get a reality that's positive, which I think that uh, is what we are going to get. Uh, you know, we talk a lot about doom and gloom stuff uh, a lot, but 
I believe we are going to get past all the doom and gloom and we're going to be in a 100% better reality when all is said and done. It's just going to be a very bumpy ride for us getting there. We're going to have to jump over a lot of things. We're going to have to jump through a lot of hoops. And unfortunately, a lot of things have to happen in order for us to get a a brand new beneficial system that is uh, for everyone, uh, for everyone's highest and best good. A lot of things have to crumble. A lot of things have to fall. A lot of the systems has to go down because again, just like I said, you can't bring a broken system into a brand new system that is uh, good and beneficial for everyone. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Um, yeah, I, I think that, um, it's definitely inevitable and all you got to do, man, is just, like I said, just be prepared for the worst. Um, it's definitely not sustainable, but you know what? I'm ready for it. I got my, um, I'm going to get my Mad Max hairdo. I'm going to get some spiked stuff, leather jacket, uh, fucking, uh, dune buggy or something and some, attach some guns to it. It's all good, man. I'm telling you what, after, since 2020 and beyond, I've had the best time of my life. This is like my golden years is in the apocalypse. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm living my best days here. I'm ready for it. You know, I'm, I, whatever happens, I have no fear because I know this is just a ride anyway. I'm here to, to enjoy it and learn from it. And that's the whole purpose of being here anyway. So, uh, you know, if my purpose is to be on this ride during the apocalypse, man, I'm going to strap up Mad Max style and I'm going to be a part of this apocalypse and be all I can be in it. But, you know, until then, I'm going to enjoy everything as much as I can and I'm going to enjoy it during the apocalypse and after the apocalypse. So that's, I think, the key to it is just enjoy yourself, whether you're in Mad Max world or, you know, it's a financial collapse or we're having an alien invasion or a biblical return of angels and demons that'll come do butt stuff to us. (laughs) Have a good time doing it right (laughs) yeah i think so i think it's about being in the moment and not being in any kind of fear and realizing that these things have to happen in order for us to be in a uh, a new reality that's uh, that's the way that it that it has to go and then there's going to be a lot of people in fear because they're not prepared because they want to hang on to the old ways of doing things when the old ways of doing things weren't serving us You know, they weren't good for us. We have to let those things go. We have to transition into something new and better. And the only way to transition into something new and better is to collapse the old. But people think that the 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 collapse is the the end all be all. But I'm telling you, that's not the way that it's going to be. The the it's going to collapse in something new and way better and beneficial for everyone is going to happen after. But again, it's not it's not going to be rainbows and unicorns like some people think and want it to be that way. You know, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be rough. It's going to be tough. There's going to be uh, there's going to be wars. There's going to be a lot of strife. There's going to be hunger. But in the end, whenever we get up out of that, when we crawl up out of that hole, it, we are going to be way better people individually and and collectively and that's just the way that um it's the way that it has to be unfortunately because we've let we've let it get way too far um they've suppressed us way too far they've suppressed our technology way too far and the only way uh, to you know if they would have done things differently 
if we would have done things differently, we probably wouldn't have to go through this. We wouldn't have to go through the hardship and the, the hard times that we are going to go through and some are currently going through. But unfortunately, it didn't turn out that way. And uh, now we have to go through them. But I'm telling you, it's going to be way better on the other side. So just buckle up, hold tight, whatever comes at you, uh, you know, just, just go with the flow, be like water and, uh, and everything is, is going to be, uh, it's going to be okay. We're going to get through it and we're going to make it. And, uh, we're going to have a beautiful reality once, uh, everything is said and done, but it's not going to look like that at first, right? It's disguised as something that we don't want and something that we hate, but in reality, it's actually what we do want. Right on, man. All right, everyone. We're going to get ahead and get the hell out of here. But before we do, right now, while you're listening to this, while you're looking at your screen, go to rockfin.com slash raisedbygiants and sign up. Just create a free account first. Check everything out. And then once you're done drooling, get that premium account. It's only $10 a month, and you get so much wonderful stuff with that. So uh, that being said, Ryder, um, plug all your other stuff before you leave, and uh, we'll get on out of here. Awesome. Thank you so much, Chris, for having me on and uh, discussing this. And I hope people go over to uh, Rockfin and, and check that out. Uh, click the link in the description, just like uh, Chris said, and then also go over there and subscribe to all of the other wonderful people over there on Rockfin. I am still going to be uploading all of my uh, content that I've been uploading on YouTube to two shows a week. And uh, also there will be a bonus episode on Rockfin. So if you want to check that out, uh, get the premium membership over there and sign up and check out all the other wonderful people that are over there producing really great content. Um, you can subscribe uh, on all of the other uh, video platforms. I am on there too as a backup, just in case. Uh, Odyssey, Rumble, all of those places. You can check out the audio-only version of all of my shows on anywhere podcasts are served. You can uh, like Raised by Giants on Facebook, uh, you can follow Raised by Giants on Instagram uh, at Raised by Giants Pod. Thank you all so much for listening today, and I uh, appreciate you a lot, Chris. Thanks so much for having me on, and peace, love, and favor to everyone that's in the chat and everyone that has listened here tonight. Excellent. Until next time, everyone, have an excellent evening. We will be talking again Monday, and we'll see you then.